0: welcome once again to EWTN's Bookmark. I'm Doug Keck, your host. Our guest author joining us from New York City is Anthony DiStefano. The book, How the Angels Got Their Wings, illustrated by Antonio Javier Caparo, published by Sophia Press, available naturally through the EWTN Religious Catalog, EWTNRC.com for all things Catholic. Welcome Anthony, great to see you again. Great to be here, Doug. Thanks for having me. I know two, one of two things. It's going to be a bestseller, or it's a children's book, or it's both. But the latest one is How the Angels Got Their Wings. So uh, we've got a video coming up in a couple of minutes where you actually read it. Uh, but before that, let's talk a little bit about where the idea came from.
1: Sure. Well, uh, you know, the, the book, first of all, is a, it's a short but relatively comprehensive introduction uh, to the story of angels. Uh, for children uh, as angels as we all know are pure spiritual beings that have extraordinary powers and they're, they're made by God to assist him in carrying out his will and this book introduces uh, children to all the famous angels, Saint Michael, Saint Gabriel, Saint uh, Raphael, uh, guardian angels and also to Satan the ringleader of the demons who are fallen angels as you know mm-hmm. and uh, it shows children how angels can assist them with all the problems they encounter in life from from uh, communicating with other children uh, to helping them choose between right or wrong, to helping heal them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to protect them even from physical harm. So uh, I wanted to write a story that introduced children to to angels because I think it's important because angels are real. Angels are are real, and angels can really help them in their life. So that's that was the that's the the motivation behind it.
0: It's interesting in a sense you're kind of recapturing it. From a Catholic perspective, because for a period of time, angels kind of got caught up, uh, like in the New Age, you know. And this is a great way to to, to kind of center it on the Scripture.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. Everybody loves angels. There's angel shows, there's angel toys, there's angel cartoons, mm-hmm. angel I mean, uh, angel uh, teapots. I mean, yeah, for a while, everybody was into angels. But of course, uh, it was just a purely new age spirituality as you said and wasn't founded either on scripture or on good theology so this book sticks solidly to both of those things it sticks solidly to scripture and to catholic teaching
0: how do you balance that when you're trying to have something that's true theologically accurate entertaining and on the level for children
1: well it sometimes it has to do with the topics that i choose i purposely choose topics that are going to be uh, compelling visually and entertaining. The story of the angels is a fascinating story. It's it's entertaining uh, because it's got a battle between good and evil. It's got interesting characters like Michael and Satan. Uh, and, and not only is it got a, uh, is it, enter- it's, I think it's more entertaining than any of the comic book uh, cartoons that children watch on TV, much more entertaining than that. But at the same time, it's got the added dimension that it's Real. It's true. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a comic book. And together, those things—the the fact that it's it's based in reality, and the fact that it's naturally entertaining—is what uh, makes me choose the idea in the first place.
0: Now, do you have to you had to give credit to your guardian angel because they gave you the idea. Uh, from what I can tell here, because that was your dedication. There's also a great shot here, which was quite evocative of a Norman Rockwell-like picture, which you then populate with characters from some of your earlier books, right?
1: I do, you know, on the dedication page, I dedicated this book uh, with gratitude and affection to my guardian angel. And uh, I wasn't joking. I'm very grateful to my guardian angel. Uh, I've got 25 or 26 or seven books right now and 16 children's books and uh, I don't know where I come up with all the characters I don't know where I, I know it's not because I'm so bright I've got a lot of evidence in my life to <laughs> prove the contrary so there must be an angel there uh, helping me out and that in fact that's one of the things that angels do do uh, they can in, help a person with uh, a, a creative thoughts like like the ancient muses
0: the greeks and Romans right. pagans they didn't have Christianity but they believed
1: in muses angels are
0: real muses Right. It's interesting you mentioned that. Have you found in your career that the more you have opened yourself up to asking for God's inspiration, the smarter you've gotten?
1: Well, there's no (laughs) question that I've come up with more ideas. Whether or not, I, you know, God has, uh, there's only a certain amount he could do with this raw material. But uh, yes, I've gotten, I used to think I had no creative imagination Mm. when I was growing up. I didn't think I could come up with stories. And then somewhere in my 20s, you know i consecrated mm-hmm. myself to jesus through mary using saint louis de montfort's right. formula i became committed to my faith and all of a sudden i was writing books and I, and i and the ideas still haven't stopped coming and i do very much pray uh to god and to to the right. saints and to and and to my angels as well absolutely to help Yes.
0: And that's what we find here at EWTN as well. With that being said, we wanted to now highlight the video that you've created where you read the story to young people. Let's take a look at that. How the Angels Got Their
1: Wings, written by Anthony DiStefano, illustrated by Antonio Javier Caparo. Who is that angel that we see, perched atop the Christmas tree? And how can angels fly so high, soaring through the snowy sky? And why do angels dress in white? And do the angels ever fight? Who made the angels, any clue? He who made them made you too. So listen, children, gather near. Listen now and you will hear an ancient tale that's true and thrilling, sacred, stirring, sometimes chilling. There isn't any other story filled with so much grace and glory as the song Sweet Heaven sings of how the angels got their wings. Our God is king, he reigns above, the source of life, of joy, of love. He made the moon, the stars, the sun, and rested when his work was done. But when he made this grand creation, before he laid the earth's foundation, he made great spirits full of might, invisible yet formed of light. Some stayed good and some turned bad. One of them was proud and mad, mad that he was not the king, mad at God for everything. The devil, Satan, that's his name. Either one means just the same. He led some angels to rebel. God cast those demons down to hell. Michael helped to chase them out. A war was raging all about. He drove the devil and his legions down to hell's dark, fiery regions. St. Michael can protect us too from all the sinful things we do, helping us to fight temptation, battling for our soul's salvation. Archangel is St. Michael's title. Three of them are in the Bible, three who carry out God's plan three who serve both God and man. St. Raphael cured Tobit's blindness, healing him with God's great kindness. He put some oil on Tobit's eyes and Tobit saw the bright sunrise. St. Raphael can help us heal, no matter how unwell we feel. He lifts our spirits when we're low and helps our faith in God to grow. Saint Gabriel was sent to earth to herald our Lord Jesus' birth. He looked at Mary's shining face and told her she was full of grace. Saint Gabriel can help us speak, even if we're shy or meek, and spread the news to everyone about the Lord, God's only Son. But there are more than just these three, many more whom we can't see. There are guardian angels too, watching over me and you. Throughout our lives, they guard and guide us, always standing right beside us. We'll never ever be alone. They're even with us when we're grown. There are angels everywhere. We can't see them, but they're there. Angels by the Christmas manger. Angels saving those in danger. Angels dressed up in disguise. Angels there when someone dies. Millions up in heaven bringing blessings down to all the living. Bringing hope and consolation where there's death and desolation. But if you really want to search, look for angels in your church. That's where angels gather most, before the consecrated host. God made angels long ago. They serve in heaven and below. He gave them wings so they could fly across the vast and sun-filled sky. Sweet messengers from paradise. They teach us love and sacrifice. They fly from heaven to the ground, invisible, without a sound. But you can sense them in the air, especially alone at prayer. They're present in so many things, in summers, winters, falls, and springs. Like when a children's choir sings. or when a morning church bell rings, or in a mother's love that clings, or in the joy a story brings of how the angels got their wings.
0: And there we have uh, the video, very nicely done by you. You've done multiple uh, programs where we featured the videos. When did you start reading the, those like that?
1: Uh, I think I started with back with Little Star many, many years ago, which was my second uh, children's book. Uh, and as you might remember, my first children's book, This Little Prayer of Mine, we had a little girl read it. Right, uh, right, right. And uh, I think I find I've gotten very good feedback. People like um, seeing the videos. We're able to put some special effects. And uh, they tolerate my rather nasal New York voice, because at least I try to read it with feeling. And uh, you know, I think it goes back to my hope uh, and my conviction that one day these books will be made into animated uh, television specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think there's no reason why uh, Disney and these other companies should have their secular stories Uh, done with such great production values and yet Mm -hmm. when it comes to the greatest story ever told Mm -hmm. the story of Christ that that we don't have those kinds of uh, first-rate productions in the the movies and on television so I'm hoping that someday uh, I will be able to do that and this was a precursor to that
0: well let me ask you that question because a lot of people say that to us uh, this production to that production or where the passion comes out and they say, well how come we don't have more of these things like this First of all, they're expensive. But how come the Catholic populace, the audience, the church, people think, why don't they get behind things like what you're describing?
1: That's a very tough question. And I, I think it, unfortunately, ties into the overall battle of good versus evil. I think that evil is a lot smarter when it comes to dealing with the world, you know. Uh, we know that the world can be an enemy of, 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 of ours in persecuting ours and persecuting us and 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 one of the ways it does that is by getting control of the mass media and getting control of the entertainment community in Hollywood and putting out their own a uh, secular propaganda and even uh, trying to attempt to brainwash children jumping over the heads of parents mm-hmm. so I don't think uh, too many Catholics and Christians have uh, taken it into their minds to get control of those media EWTN has God bless all of you for doing that, and, and there have been some movies, but there hasn't been a concerted effort among good Catholics and good Christians to really make an impact in the entertainment community. We're still very much right. uh, a minority in enemy-occupied territory,
0: Absolutely. so good. we have to
1: do better at that.
0: Right, good way to put it, and, and, and it's, not, it's not only encouraging people to put the money into these events, but when they happen, you have to support them so that they can continue to do more, that's, that, that's key. Now, in this uh, book, you mentioned his name earlier, uh, the Voldemort uh, uh, of, of uh, the Bible, uh, Satan, and, and you put him in a children's book. So that begs the question, is, is that a little too scary? Did you think about that before you did
1: it? I did think about it, and I, you cannot shy away from that because that's a big part of the story. Of the angels. Uh, The the, the angels have free will. They're not computers. They're not robots. They have free will, just like us. They were tested, just like we were. And some of them chose to go against God. Some of them chose to rebel. And Satan was the ringleader of those rebellious uh, angels. So you can't eliminate him from the story. Um, Evil is a part of life, and and children are going to find that out. We can't protect them from that fact. But what we can tell them is that good will triumph over evil. And that's exactly what I think this book tries to do, is to show that the forces of Michael and the other archangels and God and his saints and all the, uh, uh, all the forces of good in the universe uh, are more powerful than, than uh, evil. And I think that they won't be scared at all. I think they'll find it kind of thrilling. I try to always use the same approach that Walt Disney used in his early classic movies like Snow White. Uh, and and all of the classic fairy tales you know Mm -hmm. it's okay to have a dragon in the book as long as you show that the dragon can be killed Mm -hmm. by by the little boy or the little girl who's in connection you know with god and and with virtue and i think that that we do that in this uh in this book
0: right we're showing not only the video but we're showing images as well one of the images up right now where we're just we're finishing off there was an image that looks very much like 9 11 obviously Uh, Being a New Yorker yourself and myself coming from New York, uh, uh, that was a pretty impactful uh, event. Uh, Why did you decide to include that?
1: Again, I want this book to be truthful. It goes back to what you said before, uh, you know, about, you know, this is not a fantasy. These are real. This is a true story. It's entertaining. More entertaining than Batman, Superman, and all of those, but it's also true. And there is evil in the world, and there are shootings, and terrorist attacks, and pandemics, mm-hmm. and invasions of countries. And children see that all the time; they're not oblivious to that. Right. And, and and they might want to know, you know, well, why didn't the guardian angels prevent that from happening? If if angels exist, why didn't they stop that from happening? And so when we present the story of the angels to children, we have to also tell them that look, angels aren't magicians they're there to influence and help us but we have the ultimate control over our own will and so we can commit evil uh, but they're there to help that's the main thing I remember mr. Rogers the old TV host saying you know whenever there's a tragedy in the news a shooting or something mm-hmm. like that look for the helpers look for the helpers uh, and the helpers are very present in that illustration of 9-11 and you know the, the angels are helping the helpers
0: Right. Right. Good point. I noticed also you're talking about that that idea of sometimes we say, well, if they're there, how come they're not helping us out? You have that one image, uh, the angels by the Christmas manger, angels saving those in danger. And the shot a little girl walking across with a car in front. of you. And it harkened back to a story that Raymond recounted in Mother Angelic's life where she w- was ready to get hit by a car. And somehow she jumped back and she says pulled back onto the divider out of the way of that car. And she always credited her. Guardian angel for that.
1: You know we have to understand. If you look at the the history of the Bible uh, and you look at the history of the church and the saints, God chooses to save us through us. He say chooses to save creatures through his creatures. He doesn't just wave a magic wand. He uses instruments, and angels are one of the principal kinds of instruments that he uses. Uh, to carry out his will so it's you know to use a crude example angels are here on earth sort of getting their hands dirty Mm -hmm. in our lives they're helping us assisting us in that way so even though we might not have an experience that we can for sure say oh an angel helped me we have to presume that angels have helped us in our lives at the uh, at the orders of God
0: Mm -hmm. you also feature uh, a beggar in in, in it who's actually an angel why did you decide to include that
1: well, I've always been captivated by that scripture from Hebrews, the letter of the Hebrews. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, but by doing so, you may have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. And the angels do come to earth in disguise. Saint Raphael came in disguise of a of a travel companion. Uh, to Tobias and uh, we know that Satan also has the ability to uh, assume the power of an angel of light. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so occasionally the angels will come down to us and I wanted to include that picture because it's important for children to be taught that there is an invisible world. Mm -hmm. There is not just this you know, uh, you know, world of uh, atoms and molecules. The materialistic kind of sense. Materialist, right. secular, right. we don't want them to go on the opposite end either right. and just live in a fantasy world. There's a, there's a healthy middle which the Catholic Church teaches and that's believing in the visible world and the invisible world. And I think that picture of the beggar right. with the angel's wings sort of shows that and also helps children to remind them about the corporal works of mercy and, and the importance of helping the poor.
0: And as you mentioned with Raphael there, the idea, even you, in the book, where you juxtapose a modern-day image with one from the past to show the connectivity there, right?
1: That's that's very important part of this book. I didn't want to tell the, the story just in a chronological, linear fashion, because this isn't just a story, it's a true story. Angels didn't just help human beings in the past or in the Bible, they're there helping human beings, right this second, right mm-hmm. now. Angels help us in our life. And, and I it took the same approach mm-hmm. that priests do when it comes to giving their homilies. You know, you have the readings, the scripture readings, and then what they do is they take those readings from the Bible and they try to make mm-hmm. them relevant by, by telling stories about how they apply to the, the present situation. I did the same thing in this book.
0: Now, the illustration, uh, we, we mentioned about the Rockwellian one in the beginning, but the other ones are different. They, they aren't that style. Now, you used an illustrator, Antonio Javier Caparo, we mentioned at the beginning. Have you used him before? Never.
1: I went looking for a special kind of artist. Antonio uh, Javier Caparo is a Cuban born artist. He lives in Canada. He's worked for National Geographic and for all the major publishers. And he has, uh, he's written, he's, excuse me, he's uh, illustrated a lot of science fiction books and fantasy books, uh, but he's also very photorealistic, and that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted someone who could be able to capture this kind of superhero Mm -hmm. look that uh, angels, the angels really are, are superheroes, but at the same time make them very, very... Are realistic and he can he's able to do these sweeping panoramic scenes as well as these intimate little mm. scenes of children under the Christmas tree or under a tent and so I I wanted an, a person who could capture all that I went out looking and I found him
0: why haven't you just used the same artist in each one of your books why have you changed them out like that
1: because each book has a different theme each book has a different message and uh, there are different uh, visual images that are best suited to conveying Mm -hmm. a certain message in a powerful uh, way when I write about animals you know I often use Richard Cowdery who's Mm -hmm. the best person in the world at, at drawing and painting animals he gives animals human expressions uh, when I want something very photorealistic, like I wanted the book on the mm-hmm. books on Mary to really be as real as possible, I'd chose someone like Juliana Kolosova, who specializes in photorealism. Mm-hmm. But this book needed all of it. It needed panoramic perspective, superhero-like qualities, and at the same time, photorealism, and ability to capture intimate uh, uh, heartfelt scenes. And so I had to go and get somebody totally different.
0: Another thing I liked, it was interesting, you have the shot of like everyday living. You're in a supermarket, there's angels everywhere. And then we're in mass and the angels are there as well.
1: Yeah, well the supermarket scene, uh is something my wife actually came up with. I wanted mm. to show that they are in everyday life. They're not right. just out there like superbook like super, you know, heroes, comic strips.
0: Or hanging uh, around hanging around the church waiting for you to show up or something like
1: that. Well the church especially is a very important scene. You know, the, 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 the people forget, Catholics forget that at the Mass we have the right. body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And where Jesus Christ, where God is, so are the angels. I remember Thirty years ago, Father Frank Pavone giving a homily during 40 hours devotion in Lent, and he said, Right now on this altar, there are thousands and thousands of angels. And it's that image stuck with me mm-hmm. because angels are I mean, I mean my guardian angel is here with me now, and I think I see your guardian angel over your mm-hmm. shoulder. But in at mass they're there, they're present in a special way. There are there are thousands of them. And I wanted to convey that to remind Catholics of the great gift we have in the Eucharist.
0: Absolutely. It's either my guardian angel or my floor manager. One of the others telling me the show's (laughs) over. So we'll have to leave it at that. Thank you so much, Anthony and Stefano, how the angels got their wings. So if you press, available through the EWTN Religious Catalog, EWTNRC.com. All Things Catholic, a great book, again, for your family. Check it out. And check us out next time right here on Bookmark.